Gibbs and let's go to Fomoy uh, where Jim Byrne once again joins me on the programme. Good morning to you, Jim. Uh, good morning, Patricia. Now, Keith was given temporary release yesterday. You spoke to him. How did he sound? He he, he was over the moon. He couldn't he couldn't believe it. He was on his, he was in the car heading away from the facility when I was speaking with him, and there were thrilled to bits to be going home. Did the, did it come out of the blue, or was he expecting it? I doubt if Keith was expecting it, and. Um, Maybe it it wasn't out of the blue to uh, to the to his lawyers and, and, yeah. and people looking after him, but it was certainly out of the blue to me what? and his mother and that we we yeah. couldn't believe it when we, we helped it. Like, well, I suppose they didn't want to say anything until they were absolutely sure. And yeah, they, well, this is it. You yeah. can't um, you can't poke the bear. This no, is. no, and he's been released now for thirty days. So it's, this yeah. this now will allow him what the time to fight the deportation. That's correct. To 30 days now, the judge also insisted that his case be heard in the nearest federal court to his house. Okay, that's so, important. Well, it is in a sense they could have decided to hear it in Washington. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, which would mean travelling up and down, and 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 he gets his day in court, which 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 really has is a real plus. Well, the thing about it, Patricia, is that last Friday when Keith signed the the form to, to allow for him, him to be sent back. That actually wiped out his chances of going before an immigration judge. And yes, here we are. Mm. You know? Yeah, and, and he took the advice, didn't he? I mean, I know oh, yeah. this time last week when I was talking to you, you were even unsure of what way it was going to go, whether I he'd sign. Yeah. But I, I did I did feel that he would, whatever his lawyer said, he would take that advice. You know, he's he, he'd go with what the, the lawyer says because he knows best, really. And it worked out well for him. Absolutely. And we spoke um, earlier in the week with, oh, it was only actually yesterday, Michael Kingston, the, uh, the international lawyer from, from West Cork. He also agreed that that Keith did the right thing but he was saying that he feels Keith should be treated as an exceptional case in that he's never broken the law he's you know an upstanding citizen in the States he's got a family in America all of that's going to help Keith's case Of course it is it's going to be the fact that uh, um, even one of the directors of ICE came out and said that an awful 89% of illegals have criminal charges against them well Keith's been there 12 years and he hasn't, you know. It's it's it's, it's an unusual uh, it's an unusual setup, and as so, it should be treated. You know, mm. I'm not coming out and saying just because he's my son or anything, but it is an it is an exceptional circumstance. You know, it's, it's a lot is going to it depends on a good result. And at least he gets his day in court because Michael Kingston was saying the same thing yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that was what he was pushing for. Let him go before a judge. You know, let a judge hear Keith speak. Let he, You know, Keith gets the chance to tell his story. Yeah, this is exactly what uh, Keith uh, couldn't believe he was getting yesterday when I was talking to him last night. He, he, he couldn't believe that he was actually getting the chance to put yeah. his case to a judge. Because when he signed that form last Friday, he thought that was all done away with. Yeah, yeah. And he's generated a lot of media coverage, obviously here at home, but, but in the States as well. And, and it's all very positive. So, I mean, all of that's going to help, surely. It, surely it will, yeah. It, it will. And um, I read a letter that um, 
his lawyer, Tom Griffin, wrote to the uh, ICE people, and it was very, very good letter indeed. It outlined everything, and it was key down the line, you know, mm. what they'd given him, what he, how long he'd been there, and how long he's been trying to become a citizen. And it was a very positive letter, and but then again, Keith is... Is his great time for for uh, Tom Griffin. Great, great, and that's you know that's the other thing about Keith. We know that there's something like fifty thousand undocumented in the states. There's a lot of them, uh, you know, flying under the radar and and hiding away. Keith has been up front. You know, he knew he outstayed his his visa, and and he straight away tried to get. Once he realised he'd fallen in love and that America was going to be his future, he's been trying to regularise. He has, and he's. Um uh, I was listening to what Joe Heffernan was saying on your program last week about the um, about uh, trying to extend the visa, which is impossible. Yeah. And um, Keith actually was fined, and he paid his fine for you know for overstaying his his visa. Yeah. And um, it's it's a it's it's one of those things like you it know is. it's it's not it's not a possibility to have one a visa extended under any circumstances. And the government here, Jim, are they doing their bit and is it going on behind closed doors that maybe we're just not hearing about it? I'd say so. I don't think the government are in a position to come out and, you know, and comment on an individual case. You know, I, I don't think that's, I don't think it would be right and I, I wouldn't expect it anyway. You know, yeah. so I, I imagine there is things going on behind the those doors, but we don't know anything about. Okay, I can, I can Probably see. Probably won't know anything about I, until, until, until it's all over. A little bit like what happened when you got the phone call yesterday from Keith to say he was out. It'll be yeah, a little well, bit like that. When I was getting a call from Keith while he was in the detention, he, he he's there was a, a weird number came up on the phone. Yeah, but when I got the call from him last night, I opened the phone and there was his name, and oh. I knew then that he was out, and I was delighted. His mother was crying, and it was it was brilliant, like to see his name up on your like phone. That, yeah, yeah. A small little thing like that. It's amazing. Okay, so will you will you get to maybe FaceTime him or Skype him over the weekend? Well, we'll be talking anywhere. Well, yeah, I would course, imagine. But he course. said that there's going to be a flurry of activity. Brilliant. This morning, and uh, what he said, he normally now when we, before any of this blew up, uh, Keith would phone me every Saturday or Sunday between one and two o'clock for an hour. Right. And um, you know, I'd, I'd kind of be looking forward to the same thing this weekend now. Ah, fantastic, fantastic. He's a he's a great son. He's a great guy, and you're and 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 you're great parents as well. And it's been really really tough on on you guys as well. Okay, listen, have a have a lovely weekend, and we'll talk no doubt again uh, next week. And when you're speaking with Keith, pass on our best wishes. I will, of course. Patricia. God bless. Thanks very much. Mind for the yourself. No problem. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Very much. Bye bye. Bye bye.